Hey, welcome back to Fridays at Five. This is Trice. New episode here for you, Five O'Clock on a Friday, as promised. Good stuff. Still working through some kinks with the uh, technology, but uh, it's getting better. Uh, so this episode's got a whole bunch of good stuff in it. Tana's obviously super funny. So looking forward to um, all your guys' feedback and really appreciate listening. Shout out to our friends from Australia. All right, take care. Okay, welcome back. Hi, guys. I hear you have a story. Well, I just felt all day like I needed to get on here and talk about something. First, I wanted to address the sound in the special edition episode. (laughs) The microphone was a little iffy. We were not... Uh, trying to sound like kidnappers. <laughs> no, no, I got a message from my friend, our beta tester. I, I think I'm going to call her from now on, our beta tester. And she said, I'm going to call her guest number one. Guest that has guest no name. Guest number one. That's who she'll probably be. Slash beta tester. Beta tester. Yeah. I'm listening to your voices. I'm listening. Your voices are cracking me up. You guys sound like you're kidnappers on the phone. <laughs> and for anybody that says, says seeing horrible bosses, one. <laughs> That's kidnappers. Ken and I basically talk about kidnapping for the last 24 hours. <laughs> and not and negative. kidnapping. <laughs> not the negative way. Just if you haven't seen that line, Jason Bateman is so fucking hilarious. Yeah, that, that movie has got some really funny parts, and that's one of them. I followed up with. Is that in Sharpie? Oh, um, I don't remember that part. Yeah, they're on the they're on the writing on the dry erase board, and he's writing kidnapping in Sharpie. <laughs> Which actually, every time you write something with spelling errors, I mean, I'm I just right stuff. there on I'm top a, of it. I am a horrible speller. I I'm am. just lazy with grammar, but spelling, I try to fix and correct. Okay. Right. Okay. So So, secondly, I wanted to address in the first episode, we talked about a BB King story coming. Hmm. We did that. Yes. And it's a good story. Is that what you're going to talk about today? No, I I just wanted to follow up and let everybody know we (laughs) didn't forget about it. (laughs) You have to stay tuned. (laughs) I sent a message out to somebody else that was there that night to try to corroborate the story corroborate big word for me today corroborate, yes. and i haven't heard back from him yet so okay. just hold for that right we're working uh, on additional details of yes. the story Make and sure we have it. speaking of corroborating i what did i tell you the other day about the dictionary <laughs> i i don't know you, you lost me no i said i think i need to start reading the dictionary oh maybe like one page a day so people think that i have more well, you, of a vocabulary than did, and also you did say you wanted to <laughs> and, expand your vocabulary for and the show. segue so we could say things other than um and and also segue and also but for yeah. those of you that love a good drinking game you could also oh, that's great drink one. every that's time really we say one. segue yeah, yeah. because I mean, I mean, you'd, you'd have a solid cocktail down by the time the show was over. Oh, easily. I mean, we, we do typically, so why not? So I have a couple sets of in-laws. Your parents are divorced and they got remarried. That is true. We're not going deep, I, so don't give me that I look. Have, <laughs> I have two sets of parents. Yes. Right. So we, again, beta testing, we, we put a little feeler out on Facebook about our podcast Mm, and 
meeting Tana. We, we yeah, meet. I'm just so excited. I just I can't it's help okay. it. It's all right. And today you get me all hyped up on the gym instead of booze. Right. So I might be <laughs> one level lower. Right. But I'm. I still feel like I'm jumping out of my seat. So after Thanksgiving, your mom calls and she says, "I saw this post about." your pod what's this thing on facebook about your podcast right please don't put tan on the air after she's bringing drinking tequila <laughs> yeah. and i was thinking that's kind of interesting considering exactly what we're doing <laughs> no considering my father-in-law is the one that went to the er after us uh, I, drinking yeah, yeah but that is also another story for also another, another story. time also in his defense <laughs> there was tequila it was um a special occasion and also he does not drink like that at all, ever. I've never seen anything like that before. I'm not touching the microphone. Um, <laughs> but you, on the other hand, do drink like you are in our podcast more regularly than he does. Like he was drinking tequila that night. Uh, I think they drink more than we do. I don't. They I live in Texas. 100% do not agree with that. they have neighborhood party for like two years well actually that is true <laughs> they have cul-de-sac parties all the time if anybody lives in a cul-de-sac not anymore of due to covid obviously well yeah well this was several years ago right. and also gosh i do say that a lot don't i and also, and, and also yeah he he paused he did pause after that and then <laughs> and just and also and then um I, I did. I, can we talk about the very beginning? The jokes are lost on other people. Sure. Oh, actually, this is one thing I had to say the other day was I don't think I have said this to you before. I don't think I have a personality without movie quotes. You have said to me your personality is based on three or four movies and Mm, cable guy for sure. Jim and, Carrey, cable guy, Ace um, Ventura. Ace Ventura are definitely two of them. The Outsiders. The Outsiders, yeah. Wait, maybe we should stop and, and come back to like a favorite and, uh, movie list one day. Movies that define our personality, top five movies that define our personality. Yeah, like because there, there's, there's all people our age, there's going to be like Ferris Bueller and all these movies we don't think uh, about. A hundred percent, that'll be on my list. Really? Oh my God, it's so much sarcasm. It's beautiful. I don't <laughs> think we've ever talked about Ferris Bueller oh, at all. So Not once. Yeah. What do you love about it? The sarcasm. I literally was just saying it like so much sarcasm in that movie that's just so blatant and insight and jokes that are maybe we should go watch jokes it. inside of jokes they're so good um jokes under people's breath i mean the, I oh mean, those the, are my favorite the sausage king of chicago i mean come on it's yeah that's actually pretty. great stuff. i think we should go watch it i haven't watched it in no 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 long before you yeah. clearly we've never talked about it yeah yeah so speaking of watching shows though we watched the show maniac was that on Netflix? It was on Netflix. With Jonah Hill. With Jonah Hill. And Emma Stone. Emma Stone, right. And by the way, Jonah Hill's, Hill is his middle name. I listened to, oh, we are totally obsessed with Justin and Christian Long right now. Me oh. more than you. But their podcast is, yeah, if you're Life is Short. To Life is Short. It's a fantastic podcast. It is so good, you guys. He is Not that you character. guys will ever hear us, but man, oh man, is that the best podcast I have found. They do a great job. They're really well. I mean, they're like us in a, in a way um, because... Justin's a little sporadic and would just talk about a million different things if he could. And Christian kind of keeps him together. But oh. when they talk together, 
their their brothers and they're fucking hilarious together and christian's voice is deeper than justin's so you are christian and i am justin and basically the show is justin interviews people um, people celebrities celebrities people he's you know acted with things like that and then they he and justin or he and christian talk about the episode after the fact and they they have like kind of a rolling commentary oh it's funny about the interview piece and christian's um, girlfriend makes an appearance sometimes they're just they're so funny oh grandma grandma jody she is the best it's a fantastic podcast if you're not listening today you're looking for something entertaining that each one of them is an an hour hour and a half i mean they're, they're they're pretty long but I, when I'm people on there that are really good. I when mean, I'm working at the project house, I can put that on. When yeah. I was on the ladder, the 24 foot ladder or whatever, I would I put that on and I just listened to I listened to the Jesse Eisenberg one twice in a row because he he actually mm. I, this isn't at all what I was going to talk about. Just no shock there, but right. he he and I was trying to tell you about this because I listened to it twice. He talks and thinks so fast, so fast, so fast. He wants mm-hmm. to go so fast. You don't have time. He even said it. I think at one point in there, you don't have time to do anything. So he like, I don't have time to think about that or whatever. I just go to the next thing, yeah. <laughs> which I, I very think, familiar. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. You did tell me a little bit about that one, but I will say I've listened to not nearly as many as you have. Um, What's the one you really liked? I was going to say the Alec Baldwin one. I was just going to yeah, say that. He and Alec Baldwin were funny together because they lived in the same building in New York. Oh together. yeah. So they Such know a good each story. other, but they don't. They're not friends, but yet they, Alec they've done some work together, I think, with a anybody? little bit, and, um, and they... Am I hogging the microphone? Have, you're, yeah, no, yeah, you're fine. Can you um, hear me breathing? Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> I but had they a mint. Have a really, they have a really good rapport, and Alec Baldwin's just fucking hilarious. So the two of them together, are, they're polar opposites in every way, um, but it's really good. The commentary is great. Just learn, getting to know Alec a little bit different, because he's... Fucking, I'll, I'll say it. He's an American treasure. I mean, his characters have been great. He's his SNL tenure of the last oh, few yeah. years has been so. Oh, what just it. happened? Oh, yeah, it's okay. They can't hear that. It's just background video, so you're okay. Just, just click it back on, and we'll just pick up right where we're. Did it's we... not off, honey. It's been recording the whole time. Oh, that's not this. That is my other thing. You keep turning on when you do that. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's just capture all that. God, are you sure it. it's recording? I want to have to do that you again. See the button right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. User error. We're gonna cut this part out, so it's fine. Okay. All right. Now. Anyway. You have a story that you actually wanted to get to today. Cut. Cut. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, back to we were watching Maniac Show. Jonah Hill, Emma right. Stone. What's the premise of the show? Premise of the show is oh god. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Yeah. They're both a little nutty and in different ways. Just a quick, quick, and, quick, because yeah, I don't want to get too yeah, into it. And it, um, it's a really good show. They though. both go into a drug experiment for different reasons, and the drug experiment is supposed to cure mental illness. And that's basically the premise of the show. For both of them, it's different reasons, and then why they're there, and then how they are connected to each other in the show. So it, I just think it's a it's a pretty good show. But it's there was good. a quote in there that said, "Life is simple as hell until you bring on a partner." Mm. And <laughs> we both laughed during that part because we're both like, "Yes, it is. That is and a true so statement." That's... And any married person will tell you the same thing. <laughs> 
But so then I thought, okay, we need to rewind a little bit. I've been in such a hurry because I'm just so wound up when we do these. I get so excited and I just go, 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 go. Yeah, I, I love I've, talking and telling stories. And yeah, except for I'm horrible at telling stories. You're the one that tells the stories really well. And I just interject my, you know, I, I just throw the ball yeah. back and forth. You're I play really fetch at, with it. Uh, I don't know. Bringing in pieces of the story that I might be forgetting that are part of the yeah so what I wanted to do was start a small series of how we started how you and I started how we met and we don't have to give any details okay so yeah. we Trice and I met actually when I was 17 when and I was in college and I, I'm not afraid to say I'm 45 now so I'm 45 now. Mm. I was friends with your fraternity brothers. Right. And you guys threw hella parties. We definitely did our fair share. Um, and conti we continue to, some of us. So. Right. right. We do right. Up, up here right now. Right. And, <clears throat> and I graduated a semester early from high school. So I was in college already. Mm, I was pretending I was in college already. So mm -hmm. after post actual grade teen, post actual graduating and turning 18 mm -hmm. that's great teen for those of you that just slur <laughs> those shit right together right i the right. day of high school graduation i moved into an apartment by myself yes you did remember and and, and only a few weeks later mm -hmm. you and i went out we had a couple weeks we had a couple weeks a couple weeks we did what did we do well it was a couple weeks of just um enjoying each other's company yeah right. but we were we never got naked well no but i mean i mean there might have been some <clears throat> there, it was we enjoyed each other's company we'll just leave it <laughs> and uh and then i was 21 and i was and 18. You, you were 18 so you we were both very young but i was obviously a little older than you and you so were going to the bars with my friends and yeah you know, but going, you were ready to have a relationship a job you um, wanted to have you wanted girlfriend status and i was like dude yeah i was i, I was you have to at least try to go in that direction if it was going to you have cool hair and big hair. round glasses what did, what did they <laughs> well now you have cool There's beard a reason why i wear a baseball hat all what what do they call those giant round glasses that you had they call those giant round glasses <laughs> not the ones of the 70s oh no yeah no, but it was, we'll, it was we'll get to those late early 90s <laughs> mid 90s round glasses so. so about and not anybody that's been to manhattan kansas knows about aggieville if you've been to manhattan kansas and you don't know about aggieville then you're doing it wrong you, you totally you did it wrong. You, yeah go back 100 you did it wrong do not pass go stop actually we haven't been there for 10 years i don't know yeah, years. i feel like a really long you, time <clears throat> aggieville's funny because it is a place for college kids 100 percent. but it is we a could place go there right now and have just anyone, as much fun any time of day can have a cocktail enjoy some lunch and you can meet, go at noon and random get... people yeah shout out to our good friends at rockabilly um just because we love rockabilly rockabilly is just definitely my jam um Who's isn't it? Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's a great, it's a great spot. Manhattan is a good thing. And if you didn't, if you've never been and you live nearby, you should go. You should now go. they have a hotel across the street. So yeah. you literally don't have to take no any chances for being totally unsafe. All you have to do is walk <clears throat> across the street and maybe even if Starbucks is still mm -hmm. open, you can get a coffee on your way home. 
right. or in the morning. Yeah. I will say one thing, though, about that is uh, Manhattan, Kansas downtown was pretty lackluster when I was in college and when you were. I don't even remember yeah, what I mean, was there. Was, there Brown there. Shoe Store, which has been there since I was a child. Right. And the malls downtown. Oh, and Gin Mill and Fishbowl, because right. I worked there. Right. We'll have to talk about Those, that sometime. Yeah. I will say this. The downtown has has changed a lot since we were there. It's grown a lot. It's revitalized quite a bit. Um, there's a little brewery down there now. It's very good um, at Tallgrass Brewery. If you haven't had their Buffalo Sweat Dark Stout, it's fucking you awesome. I got to plug it when I can. We so like good. to we like to support small business. We love local. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tana oh. was so annoyed when we first started dating because I, I had a longstanding rule where I was just said, I'm, I don't go to chain restaurants, period. Oh my God. Like, don't well, go to chain restaurants. we don't do that anymore yeah, at so all anyway, but we really <laughs> had to learn about all the local places and Manhattan is not hard to do, but, but some of those kind of tiny places don't have anything I can eat or drink. So you, I'm you like water with lemon yeah. fucking sucks sometimes. So anyway, yeah. ba so segue. back to where we, oh, segue, back to where I'm going with this. I'm trying to say life is simple as hell until you, until you bring on a partner. So we met, we had a couple of weeks where we went out, went to a couple parties together. That's it. Really, you didn't miss much, just a little futon, but um, nothing naked, nothing naked. And 10 years later, mm. I'm walking down, or I think I, I think I opened the door to So Long Saloon. I peeked in, and I don't even know who I was with. And you're sitting at the bar with some friend, and it was crowded. So we're like, fuck this, we're not going there. But you lean out, like lean backwards, halfway out your chair. And you're like, Tana, do you remember me? And I said, Trice, how many Trices do you meet? Of course I remember you. We hugged, and then mm. I left. Yes. You have... And let, just just so we can connect the dots for the people who are not or have never been to Manhattan, So Long Saloon is in Aggieville. So all of those commentary I just mentioned about Aggieville were in full effect at that time. And last time we were there, I think I got us kicked out. Uh, to so you long? and me yeah. and Beta Tester. Yes, 100% you did. Yeah. Mostly because- we I were, wasn't- uh, you, you weren't doing anything wrong. It was just, we were a little- maybe a little overserved. I think it was a post football game. <clears throat> yeah, it was very busy. And, and, and we met that that ex old football player, K-State football player at Rockabilly. At and he was buying shots and right. he liked beta tester because, you know, she's smoking hot. And so he was buying a shots. And of, of course, I mean, I'm I just don't say no to things like that, even when you know, I can't already stand up. Right. I do kind of remember that. I don't remember. Yeah, remember so long him. at all. <clears throat> he was uh tall <laughs> he was tall dark and handsome but also 20 years younger than us so yeah that's yeah. all right so then so that well you know going back so 10 years ago so long saloon so right. then no no 20 years ago how i've lost track of time 20 years ago was so long saloon which was 10 years after we met is that right that it's, can't be it's right probably not 20 years because 10 years after we met do the I, math I graduated from college um 24 years ago so 25 years ago would have been when we knew each other ish well whatever so 10 years ago but, you friended me on facebook i think right. maybe you said that then mm -hmm. too do you remember me maybe 10 years i said do you remember me? it doesn't matter anyway matter. you friended me on facebook and you're and i was single mm -hmm. and we both, we both were single 
and your profile picture had you and like a nine month old baby. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, that fucking sucks. He has a kid. All right, we'll just be friends and, you know, hey, catch up, whatever. Go on our merry way. So we never, ever talked about that at all. I don't even think I told you that until way later in the summer. Wait. That was like May that I was like, that I asked even if you had kids. No, that I asked if you had kids or who's the kid in your profile picture. I think that was like months later that I even brought it up. I I don't really remember when you brought it up, but you did. just so everyone knows, it was a nephew or a niece. It, no, a niece. no, it, it was a nephew. It was a nephew. Yeah, yeah, it was your nephew. So, how far do we want to go this time? Because, well, we'll, We're not we'll go the whole story of us meeting. Oh okay. yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so that was May and June. Oh, yeah. We tell all this. No, 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 no. June. Yeah, we'll stop here. June. We there was a charity event coming up. Right. And we'd been just like Facebook messaging back and forth. I don't think we'd exchange numbers or anything like that. Mm-mm. And um, my grandma passed away earlier in the week. And the the party, the charity event my mom and I were going to was on Saturday. And um, Trice, was it your friend that was throwing the event? Yeah. So a really good friend of mine. Um, no names. Say, no names. But um, at the time was had been throwing a charity event every year it was an annual thing um i would go and just i don't know kind of help around with her his wife and, and him putting them together it was the i think it was the, the 10 year anniversary i think it was, it was the yeah. final final time they were going to do it they, they wanted to kind of take a break from it so mom and i were supposed to go together right. and then grandma passed away and her service was saturday and i was like i'm not i'm not going and mom had a personal trainer at the time and her personal trainer and he was going to be there and he really wanted us to go and mom of course feels when she makes commitments she doesn't like to break them and she just said tana you need to go on behalf of the family and i was like well first off i'm not going by myself because i don't know anybody there and believe it or not i don't like to just go places by myself so she's like okay i'll have him pick you up and i said okay and so so i started talking to him a couple days before And I was like, uh, and Trice and I had been talking that, you know, maybe we would meet up at the party, just like, there weren't really expectations that I remember. I suppose mm-hmm. we both probably knew. What, it was what, just coincidental that we both had said we were going to the same event. Yeah. And so, so I made plans with a personal trainer and he, he came to pick me up, but he kept saying like, I have this guy that you, that, that you need to meet. I, I think he's perfect for you or whatever. And I said, you know, I don't like blind dates. I I don't like dates in general. I don't like going on dates when I don't know somebody. But I'm like, don't set me up on a blind date. I don't want expectations. I'm trying. I'm, I'm maybe going to meet somebody there anyway. Right. And so you on the other end, you're right. golfing. What do you? What did you guys do? You went golfing that week or something? No. Well, we w- went to the place where the party was going to be, and they were already setting up and stuff when I got there. And so I just showed up to help them set up and get things going and so on the other side of this my good friend that's put, put he and his wife that are putting this together are their group of, their circle of friends of couples his includes friends, personal trainer personal trainer and his wife at the time so they're saying to me at the same time we got this person that we i really can't believe they never said names and um yeah that would they have never said easier. names fuck yeah it would have been um well, I, no, they said names to me, 
Oh, he didn't ever say a name yeah, to me. He just said, I have later on in the day. Um, I don't think I he did. I don't think he did because so, so I him and I show up and you and I had been texting it and I was like, okay. And you said you were somewhere and I walk up to this house. I don't know what it was, a house, a building or whatever. And Trice is in the kitchen and there's a bunch of girls standing around talking to him. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm showing up to try to come and see you. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know anybody but personal trainer. And you're standing here with a bunch of hoo-hahs hanging out. <laughs> but they were they were like they were no, teenagers they were, all, they were girl they, they were, were all girls high school girls or all, something no they were all the wives of my friends no i have all there. making drinks in the kitchen area of this home where the party was hosted so. anyway i walked in and it looked like you had a harem sitting there and i was like well i, I mean what I am i six on cool the harem or what so you can get in line over here heifer It'll yeah, be fine. That was pretty funny. So pretty funny. then we start talking and personal trainer is like, wait, wait a minute. What you guys know each other? And I said, who do you think I was going to meet here? And he's like, oh my God, this right. is the guy I was going to set you up with. So right. that is turned day. turned out to be very coincidental and, and did work out really well. That is day one of the rekindle, rekindle, rekindle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you span the whole 20 years, that was that 20 years sure. at the time. Yeah. Think about, I'm 45 and I was 17 when I met you. I don't know how many years that is, but it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. So, click. That's it? That's the end? That's the end? Yay! Oh, thank you. We're back. <laughs> Sorry. We had the damn talking in a cave thing again. Yeah. It's fucking microphone. I don't know what the problem Microphones is. Microphones <laughs> decided that we needed to talk like kidnappers more. So. Oh, we're going to, we, okay, we're going to have to stay up late. We have to watch Ferris Bueller and. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have a movie weekend. Horrible bosses. Put it yeah. on our list. Well, we get all the sports is during the week, except for the game, big game this weekend. So, K State, Texas football. Right. Yeah, that is on Saturday, 11. But we can still watch both movies over the course of the weekend. So. so you said this afternoon you wanted to have a follow-up to what we were talking about in whatever episode that was. A couple episodes ago. A couple I, episodes? Episodes. Um, You're a slur talker now, too. Um, <laughs> I brought up Stapleton, and I was... And I um, forgot we went to his concert. I can't believe I forgot that. Right? Yeah, we had... I mean... Great performer, right? He's he's an incredibly talented singer, but it's not the most exciting performance because he stands and plays guitar and sings the whole time. I think at one point I looked at you and I was like, I had no idea this guy was so good because I don't listen to him regularly. Right, right. But um, this week I, I stumbled into something and um, evidently recently he was at a doing a performance that people are talking about because... Um, the Library of Congress honored Garth Brooks with mm. some kind of lifetime achievement type of thing. So they had one of these fancy, everybody's in a suit. Took them long enough. Um, yeah, right. And um, Which also we went to that concert and that was also fucking we did. amazing. And it was, I've seen him a few times and he is fantastic. I did have a Garth Brooks moment right. in the 90s for sure. I mean, it, he, he's super good, so... Not so um, much Chris Gaines, but Garth Brooks. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, say, I, I'm, and for me, like I'm not a big Trisha fan. She's super talented, but she just doesn't do anything for me. Um, but you know, you get you like one... brunettes and redheads. <laughs> Either way, you get Garth, you get Trisha. That's just how it goes, you know. So um my point is that 
I saw this thing recently, and they were saying that Stapleton got invited to perform along with a giant list of people, including Trisha, um, to perform at this event where they did only Garth Brooks songs, obviously. So um, the video is total shit, but you get at what least video? see there's a video on YouTube of the performance, and it's not. You mean the quality is bad? The quality is bad. Yeah. Not that he's um, total not, shit. No, the performance is good. Um, so, but he does Shameless, which is obviously. Oh, uh, I bet Garth's that's really good. I just got greatest chills. number one hits. I just got chills on my legs. Um, I didn't get chills when you told me that this afternoon. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now I have to watch. So it's that a super too. good performance, and the thing people are talking about is Garth sheds tears in the performance. At the end of it, Garth clearly like wiping tears from his eyes because it's so good. And you know, obviously Shameless. Shameless was a huge hit for him. Shameless is our dog. Shameless is our dog. Um, <laughs> Shameless was a huge hit, number one hit for Are him. you drinking? No, I'm not. Um, I believe it's the seventh of his number one hits. Um, so obviously he feels very passionate about the song. Turns out, so I, I kind of did some research on this because I, I wanted to know why you it go would, down internal rabbit holes yeah, and i i, I do, do that I violently outside yeah so i wanted to know well, no i do both yeah i wanted to know what the deal was um so it turns out he tells a great story so garth um was not the original writer and performer of shameless which i did not know it turns mm. out another of my favorite favorites billy joel wrote the song he, actually, he is one of your favorites. Right, he is, absolutely. So Glass House's definitive album for me as a young kid. So it was it was great. Um so he tell Garth tells the story of uh Billy Joel had recorded this song on an album two years prior to Garth doing it. It um it came out and basically Garth was like, I I I was on tour and I had mistakenly signed up for one of these cd of the month clubs oh my god and you know if you don't turn back the thing where it says you cancel they send you something he said so i got back from touring and i had like 12 cds there that i didn't you know really want necessarily but one of them was this album from billy joel and he said i love glass houses it was a great album i really love billy joel when when he was kind of coming up as a as a young guy because he's not we're not he and i aren't that far apart in age and um you and me and garth brooks in real and, life in real life yeah you're a few years older than me right exactly but sorry um, you lost me a little bit because yeah. i was thinking you were yelling in the microphone no nope, i'm but just talking you are but i think is i think you're farther away normally because i'm standing in here staring at you <laughs> yes, this whole time you are really close to me right now <laughs> and you're leaning uh, away like god girl yeah. give me some breathing give me some room space. <laughs> Um, anyway, so Garth tells him the story and he says, you know, he loved Glass Houses and he loved Billy Joel. So he gets this album in this in this CD of the Month Club thing and he listens to it and he it, it kind of turns on his love for Billy Joel again. Did and he so, re he released the song? Yeah, he released it on that album. And so Garth said, basically, I would he said, my people and I were just waiting to see if Billy Joel was ever going to release it as like a single. Because once you do that, then you kind of laid claim to a song, yeah. and and you and you can't cover that. Well, what's her noodle and Jolene, Jolene? Still, Jolene, somebody covering Jolene. your song. Everybody knows, and that's that three-year-old on Ellen. Right, right. So, I don't think everybody way, knows it's Dolly Parton. 
if they don't, they Miley need to Cyrus fans really fucking get know. their shit together. Like, <laughs> Miley Cyrus fans don't know it's Dolly Parton. Probably not, but you know that's that's a different story. So anyway, so to finish this up, um, he calls Billy Joel and he asks him if he can record Shameless, and Billy's super excited about it. He's like, loves Garth, thinks he's fantastic, and couldn't be more excited about him recording Shameless. And so- So did he make, did they both make bazooka bucks off of that? I'm sure they did. I, I'm sure there's, I mean, cause he, Billy Joel owns the rights to the song. He does As still. far as a writer. So yeah, I, I'm sure they did. But Garth- Is he on the, does he no. noted on the album as the I, writer? I, you know what? I don't know. And Probably. That, and that that's, is that, is that on in pieces? I don't know. What do you I, mean you don't know? I thought I mean, you were the one that was a fan. Well, I'm a fan doesn't mean I know every fucking thing about every fucking thing. So, you know, I'm like, you know hey. what the things mean and I know what the lyrics are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't typically know the lyrics. every song. I, I we're going to add lots more music in this. Uh, I can't wait to have anyway. So let me, let me finish. Okay. So Go. that is the beginning actually of a friendship between these two guys. So now they, Garth is actually gone out and performed shameless with Billy Joel multiple times now, like three or four times. And like Billy Joel's, um, the last time he did Shea Stadium, Garth performed Shameless. Um, so they actually kind of bonded over the song. So for me, it was actually, I was kind of emotional watching Stapleton do it with Garth, get, Garth getting emotional because I kind of realized it's almost the same kind of thing. Garth is in the middle between these other two guys that I can all – you keep say it, all three of them. Just like you're a gorilla. Stop, stop. Interrupt me, please. I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to say these three guys are all three legends. They're all incredibly fucking talented, and they share this. They now kind of share this one song, and it was just cool to watch Garth get emotional about it. And at the end of it, Stapleton he just unplugs his guitar, waves to the crowd. And just walks straight over to Garth and Trisha and shakes hands with both of them and leaves. And I was like, it was very clear. And Garth's like, you know, saluting with his hat to Chris Stapleton. It was just really clear to me, like the three of them had a lot of mutual respect. Did you have to wipe your eyes? I did not, but I was, Mm, you know, I was like, oh, this, this is really good. This is really good stuff. So that's the kind of thing I obviously look for. You do keep I, punching your you know, chest like, like a gorilla. I don't care. So what? No one's going to see that. So maybe. Um, I, I so that's my little moment for Chris Napleton this week that I wanted to talk about. I'm sure there'll be more because I love him, and that's just kind of how it goes. Um, we can quickly talk about what we're drinking because we're not. We are, and not it's one of our segments that we always do. Drinking right now. Right? Your, what do you have? <laughs> Water. There's nothing in there. It's empty. I have water in my glass jugs because I only drink out of glass jugs because I can taste the plastic. That's a conversation for another day. That's right. So, okay. Hopefully we don't sound like we're in a cave or, uh, what was the other thing she said on the phone tonight? Or maybe you sounded like you were talking with a golf ball in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Yay. Oh, thank you. This has been a Foundation Magnetic Marketing and Media Production.